opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. It's Cooking Corner for May 22nd, 2023. I am going to be flying solo today. Well, sort of. I think maybe we can draft one or two people that will be more than happy to fill in the role of uh, giving me some kind of sarcasm as we go along. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I'm going to be flying solo today as uh, Tori is uh, not uh, feeling well at the moment and has uh, some things going on making it hard for her to uh, participate with us today. But we do have a good crew working with us all today. We got uh, over on the Zoom side, uh, Diane. By the way, if you play her on Dice World, you can find her under Minerva. And she might cast a spell on you. We are hearing somebody's voiceover, so please make sure you check your mute status. And uh, on the uh, Clubhouse side of things, we've uh, got uh, Darcy, who's uh, broadcasting, moderating, streaming, and uh, he is our singer and dancer for today. So welcome to both of you. Wait, I didn't sign on for that. I know, but uh, I just drafted you instead, you know. Um, play some of our favorites, you know, uh, I, 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 uh, let's see, I think your two best were Particle Man and uh, Losing My Religion, so, uh, I'm still waiting for that duet with you and Holly on the Valley Girl, and, uh, oh, oh, wait a minute, I'm getting off track here, and Tori's not even here to make me do that, so, hmm. what does that say? But we're going to do a very interesting recipe today, and it's one that I have actually never done before. Because I always make the simple enchiladas, but I was asked to make tortilla casserole, and that is what we are going to do. And what's very interesting about this particular recipe is this calls for the most cans I've ever used in a recipe. What do I mean by that? Well, we've got cream of mushroom soup, cream of chicken soup, green chilies, black olives... That's uh, at least four cans right there. So is that what I have? Let's check. Uh, one, two. No, I've got five cans. So there's a can of something else here. Oh, a can of chili as well. The good news is three of these cans are pull tops. So I only need the can opener for two of them. But, uh, you know, I guess it's what we can eat. We uh can and uh, what we can't what you know we can't what we can't eat we can so that's the nature of these uh, things the good news is that the recipe itself is pretty straightforward we just pretty much mix up the stuff and uh, then uh, you know um, put it in the pan so let's start by preheating our oven and the question that I always get is how much do and uh, all that. So we're going to preheat our oven to 350. 50, and uh, when we put this thing in the oven, it's going to be about uh, 30 minutes. What we're going to do is, this is a layered approach. And uh, so, but what we first need to do is make our sauce. And then we're going to kind of try to make this work. And uh, this is not one of my favorite type of things to do, I must admit. But uh, So the first thing it calls for is 
One small onion fried after we get two large chicken breasts. You know, I forgot to fry my onions. Oh dear. Well, let's do that right now before we get to everything else and we can put together our sauce. So do I have my small skillet? Do I have my small skillet that I really prefer to use? Well, I can use the small pot. But we'll settle for the medium-sized skillet instead. So what I did is I cheated again, guys. Don't tell anybody that I'm a cheater, right? Well, I don't think it's cheating, actually. It's just pretty convenient. So rather than dealing with slicing the onion and all that, which there's a place, time and place for that. Like if you're making onion rings, what I'm about to do here is something you do not want to do. Or if you're wanting maybe like, big chunks of onion in your burger. I just got the chopped onions again. And I've talked about these before. You can find them in any grocery store. They're just pre-chopped. It's the yellow onion. And it just makes life a whole lot easier. And you don't have to get all teary-eyed about it either. No, you really don't. So I, some people are, don't like to do this type of thing because it could add up more and whatever, but you know what? If uh, you don't always have time to be chopping and whatnot, you gotta get things done. And so for me, that's how I like to do this. Now, I am unhappy that I discovered they only gave me one of the containers of onions that I ordered, but uh, we'll just have to do something about that later on as I'm going to peel this container that I get from Walmart has a plastic thing on it. I just peel it off. I take off the lid and very good. I put the lid in the garbage. I take this and I put a little bit, just a tiny bit of olive oil on the bottom of the pan. I, a little bit more liquid in there than what I would have thought, but okay. Um, but they didn't give me a good batch. So I just pour the uh, onions there in there. Now you can do this. If you don't want all the onions, you can do a lesser amount and reseal the container and put it back in the fridge for later. So you have a choice on how much you use. This comes to about, oh, I forget how much it said, but it, I, I think it's the equivalent to like one onion. And I'm washing my hands, trying to get some of the onion juice off. And we're going to set this thing to medium. And let's talk about our sauce here. We've got a very interesting sauce blend. And um, this thing does use some interesting abbreviations, which can make you almost miss things. But uh, we got it straightened out. So what we need here for our sauce is... A can of mushroom soup, cream of mushroom soup, a can of cream of chicken soup, eight ounces sour cream, a can of diced green chilies, a can of sliced olives, and now here's where the recipe really gets interesting. I'm assuming we mix the onions and the olives and the chicken into the sauce. It's not very clear because... 
I kind of interpret sauce more as the just the liquid, but and that's where it gets interesting because it's like you don't but you don't mix the cheese into the sauce, you layer that separately. So this is not one of those professional recipes that I've get. What is my thing doing? Okay. Unfortunately, being on Clubhouse, it means that my phone can actually start playing music, which is great when I want it to, and it's not so great when I don't want it to. So, this is a handmade, uh, this is one of those homemade recipes. So, I am just uh, making some assumptions here as we go along, and we're going to hope that it works out. Now, before I get to the sauce making, are there any questions? On either platform, if you're on Zoom, just hit that uh, raise hand button, and if you're on Clubhouse, you can hit the request to speak to but uh, request to speak button. All right. Hello. I don't Hello. know if it says whether or not to use the juice from the olives, but if it does, you can actually um, drain the. Um, the juice from the olives into either can of the um, cream of mushroom soup or the cream of chicken, and you can get more of the um, cream of out. Okay, it actually does not say uh, one way or the other. It does not say that the olives should be drained. It just says a can of sliced olives, so... Oh. Um, so, so you think I should, uh, so you think I should not, so what are you saying I should or shouldn't drain the olives? I have no idea. I've never made this. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to, I'm going to assume that we'll drain the olives then, but, um, I've never made this before either. So that makes two of us. Why haven't you ever made this before there, Heidi? I need your help. No. Um, but it's those grasshoppers you've been eating again, right? I, I, I know. For <laughs> what it's worth, I hate to interrupt, but since it is my mom's recipe, I that makes sense that the olives would be drained. I think that's what we did. It's no. been ages, but I'm sorry. I just thought no, I'd put fine. that in there. And you're, you're supposed to be my sidekick anyway, but you said you had phone calls to make, so I didn't draft you. I haven't done them yet because I, I hate the idea of making phone calls. So, so yes. Um, so what I was wondering is you, you said, um, I'm writing this down as we, as we go, you said um, one small onion. Do you fry that? To, do you chop it up and, and um, sort of saute yes. the onion as well? Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. And the other thing I was wondering is that um, could you use, um, uh, and I'll ask this to you, uh, Janelle, as well. Could you use... Um, um, like the regular um, olives rather than uh, canned olives? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I've always okay. done canned. I, I'm not, it's been like 20 years since I helped my mom make this, so I don't remember. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I will okay. say when it comes to the olives, it calls for the olives to be sliced. So, mm -hmm. no, remember, so you have to remember we're cooking, not baking. So with cooking... Some of these things can be a matter of preference. What do you want? So if you want bigger olives, then mm -hmm. I don't know. I couldn't. I I don't know of any reason why you could not use regular olives. But if you'd rather mm -hmm. they be sliced and you know more blended in, then you can either 
take the time to slice them or just get to like I did with the onions as well. You know, I just got the pre-chopped ones, you know, let somebody else do the work and mm -hmm. uh, I can get my job done that much quicker. So, mm -hmm. cool. um, so I, I think it's a matter of personal preference on that one. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank you, Deborah. And uh, no birdie today. Sorry. Oh, I was asking Deborah a question, but uh, oh. she went on mute. And um, I will mention, guys, that, of course, don't forget, if you look through the email, one of the things you will see is a link to a Dropbox folder that has many of the Cooking Corner recipes, and this one will be included later today, in fact, after the call. So have no fear. You, will, you can actually click on that link, and you will see text copies of the uh, recipes. And they are done in plain text format, so that way you do not need any specialized software to access them. So that is why I do it that way. Sorry if you want pretty formatting or anything like that. Um, no, this is just a simple way of getting you the information in a quick and convenient way. So I don't know if you can hear the onions sizzling or not, but um, I've been sauteing them while answering your guys' questions. And I think these are soft enough now that we can turn the pan off, we'll turn the stove off rather I should say, and I'm gonna set this on the back burner so they can just kind of cool off for when I'm ready for them. So, with the cans, let's talk about these. So I do not magically know what cans are what sometimes. I did actually have to identify them, though the olives were pretty easy enough because those come in a very short squat can. And uh, the green chilies also come in a squat can too. Now, those I saw in both four and seven ounce cans. I think this is a matter of preference, so I just got the seven ounce can to give us a little bit of kick. Now how it goes. And uh, let's start with our cans though that don't require a can opener. So we've got our cream of soups here and then we got the Hormel green, chi the Hormel chili. And uh, I, I scanned these earlier so it doesn't matter which soup I open first. But uh, these cream of soups have the pull top can and that really comes in handy. You just, it's like opening a soda can. You lift the, pull the tab back, pull it up, pull the, um, and look, take the lid along with you. And we just kind of shake the can into our mixing bowl. And uh, I guess you could mix this all up in the pan if you wanted, but I think it'll be easier to work in a mixing bowl. And then we throw away the rest. Let us do this again now with the cream of other soup. So one thing I did notice when getting this, because I've never gotten the canned chili before, is it is a bit of a taller can than the cream soups. So if you don't have an easy way of identifying things, that's one giveaway is that the uh, can for the chili is... Um, yikes, that's a stubborn wood. These lids can be a bit stubborn, unfortunately. It's a little bit taller. 
All right, that soup came out easier than the other one did, but these are both brand new cans. Actually, I did drop one can earlier, so I wonder if that was a factor, but that was, um, yeah. All right, so the chili will be interesting as I've never dealt with this uh, before. The recipe officially calls for Denison's chili. I don't know if that is like a brand or not, but uh, I could not find it. So we're doing the Hormel chili instead. I could have tried other grocery stores and see if I had any luck, but uh, hopefully this doesn't affect things too much. And, uh, ooh, this lid came off uh, easy. Oh, now what's really going to make this interesting is the chili. And it's kind of a little bit unclear on this from the description, but this is all I could find. Does have the ground meat in it. So, um, this will be interesting. Okay, so we can do this one of two ways then. Instead of actually doing the chicken, we can just try this with the meat in there, or we can add the chicken and have extra protein. What What do you think, Chanel? Skip the chili, maybe. And the chili. Well, I already poured it in the thing, but... Okay, hold on. All right. Because unfortunately, it is part of the actual sauce mixture. That's why I included it. But we'll just uh, forgo the chicken part, and I will find another use for it. But um, that is the interesting thing with this particular recipe. All right. Now our other two cans do require a can opener. And um, I'm going to, I use the manual can opener, so I'm going to place the thing on the lid of the can and turn the crank. I'm kind of turning it to the right, as that usually works better for opening cans. And we got our green chilies opened. Yep, these are green chilies, and so I'm kind of pouring them in. And, ooh, yikes, the lid fell off there. That's not good. Okay. And... You know what occurred to me? I don't think they needed to be drained, but uh, this is going to make some interesting recipe. I'll just tell you that much, and uh, it may be a recipe for disaster. I don't know. All right, the canned olives are the shorter can, and uh, we've established that we want to drain them, so let's talk about draining. There's two ways to drain a can. You can use your fingers as a guide, or you can use a strainer. I've done this enough that I can just use my fingers. So I'm opening the can. I didn't bother washing the can opener because it's all getting used for the same thing. And actually the lid hasn't come off, so we can actually use that as a guide to let pour a lot of the water out and kind of tilt it to the side. And uh, all right, I'm going to now mix in the Ooh, yikes. Okay, the lid was the most difficult on that one. It did want to stay stayed stuck on. All right, so I got all the water out. We poured all the olives in. 
Next is the most evil substance known to mankind whatsoever. But uh, you all just dollop it on your food items anyway. For whatever reason, I don't know. Oh, I'm not supposed to yuck on other people's yums. Crap. I made a big mistake. But you know what? My cooking shelf. I'm working with the ingredients. And uh, it just means I have to be nice when you're eating it. But while I'm cooking it, I'll give my opinion on sour cream. Most evil substance known to mankind that we've invented, at least, uh, food-wise. I don't like it, so, okay. This is calls for eight ounces of sour cream. It's okay when it's mixed into things, but... Ah, yikes, it's dripping everywhere. It comes with a plastic film. And uh, after you take off the lid, it comes in a squat container. And... Uh, we're just uh, dolloping it, pour, pouring it out, shaking it. I can tell just by feeling the outside of the container there's still stuff in there. But you know what? I can get out my mixing spoon anyway and just scoop any extra out. And that will be that. Okay. So I think that is my sauce mixture. So five cans, one container. And uh, since this already has ground beef in it, then the chili, I'm not going to add in the chicken. But if you did, I'm assuming this is where you would add in the chicken anyway. I, again, the recipe is not the most clear, so I, I really need to uh, ask the uh, expert people who make this stuff and... Uh, see what uh, they do. I should have asked them anyway, but, um, you know, there's a reason why I don't make this. This is expert recipe stuff that I let my uh, mother-in-law do because she's the, you know, the real expert cook, but, uh, you know. All right. Okay, yep, that is all of that. So I tell you what, I'm going to mix. Go ahead and let's drain the onions actually first because they were in a little bit of oil so we can drain out the ex extra olive oil and uh, put them into our mixture. So um, and I'm going to have to figure out a way to really find the kind of chili that this thing really calls for because I have no idea. Um, I did not fully realize what I was getting myself into until I actually started shopping for these ingredients the other day. I was like, wait a minute. Um, and like I said, the description, even the barcode scanner, it says like beef protein, but the, it's the way it's worded, it's more like a liquid. And so I thought, I think the language on there is a little bit uh, confusing. So you know it has a meat base. That is, at least is very obvious from the description but I thought it used the way the now I could have tried my I don't like to use my phone for scanning cans if I don't have to because that is a pain I really do prefer my uh, barcode scanner as it has a directional finder and it's just a lot easier to work with but uh, so the phone might have give, told me something different but uh, the way the ID mate read the thing is I got the impression it was like 
it, it should have said actual like ground beef or a bit more specific instead of using the term beef protein. But I can whine about labels another time and how sometimes they can be better worded. And maybe that's the I, I you know I, I really have to look into the denizens chili, but like. Might mean Amazon and uh, all that. Okay, now that I poured in the onions and got the last of it out of the container, I'm going to stir this all up. And we're just gonna let it all blend together. And uh, the sour cream is kind of floating on the top here. I can tell because this is such a huge mixture that uh, um, and, uh, the olives are not, I really almost think I would have preferred to look for the chopped olives, not the sliced olives for this as, uh, I wouldn't call these sliced. These more look like whole olives to me. Yes. Okay. Am I still being heard on clubhouse? Yeah, we can hear you in Clubhouse. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so it's just Chanel having problems. Okay. Um, and so what were you saying? Here, Chanel, let's get you closer to the uh, microphone. I said the recipe certainly did not have a chili with beans in it. No, it doesn't have beans in it. Okay. It does clear that. that okay, well, we do need to talk a little bit more about chili. Um, Let me get, okay, I'm going to get that. The recipe does clearly say chili, no beans, and this one does not have beans. It has the ground meat in it, but no beans. Now, I will talk to you in a little bit about what a true te a Texan told me about chili, and so this it could be very important for all you chili lovers out there while I'm stirring. So if you want true, authentic Texas chili, that is the type without beans. So and that is the Hormel chili that I got actually it does not have beans. But so if you have chili with beans, it's not real chili. I was told this by a long tall Texan who grew up on squirrel and rabbit. So I know it's true. You know, it's, it's from an original source. So there you go. Um, don't have chili with beans in it. It is not real chili. With the sour cream, were you actually able to buy uh, an eight-ounce container? Yes. Okay. Um, they can be hard to find. Now, I do my shopping at Walmart, so that could have, you know, your grocery store, what it has is going to affect things. Also, I do my shopping online, so I'm not relying on some courtesy clerk that may or may not know what they are doing, you know, and it, uh, uh, so that does really help. But yes, you definitely can get eight ounce. I think this is the Walmart brand specifically. It's not the Daisy brand. So I think that's why I could get it in eight ounces, but a okay. uh, very good question. It is in fact an eight ounce and that makes it a whole lot easier to measure out right. eight ounces. <laughs> so very good question there, uh, Diane. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to get out my pan and 
what we're going to do here is, this is again another reason why I've never liked this recipe, because, okay, how much is a little bit of sauce? It says to put a little bit of sauce on the bottom of the pan. Okay, great. Um, so I'm just going to put a little bit of sauce on the bottom of the pan by pouring out the sauce into the bowl, into the pan, and just using my hands to kind of spread it out. We're going to spread out a little bit more. And we've got a layer of sauce on the bottom of the pan. Actually, there's room for a little bit more. I don't know how much is too little or too much, but uh, so what we have here is a very thick substance, by the way, uh, that you might imagine with those cream of soup things in there. And now that that is poured out, I'm going to wash my hands and get out the tortillas. Now, what's really interesting and a big difference between these enchiladas and the ones that I make is these actually call for flour tortillas, not uh, corn tortillas. So let's get out the cheese as well. This calls for Colby Jack and uh, cheddar cheeses. And um, I got these in eight ounce bags and we're just gonna use them all up. Now, where are my tortillas? Oh, tortillas. I know you are over here because I saw you yesterday when I put the groceries up. Oh, really? Um, if Tori was here, she would tell me where they are. But, uh, she is not. Okay. Now, this is a matter of remembering where you put things. Okay, are they in the bag with the other stuff? Nope. Okay, so let's see. I've got some... While I'm looking for the tortillas, does anybody have any questions? Yeah. When it says to put a little bit of sauce, it just means that you're putting like a thin layer just so the rest of the, the tortilla will stick to the bottom of the pan. Right. That's kind of what I thought. Okay, so we definitely found some uh, tortillas. I don't think these are the flour tortillas. These are the uh, corn tortillas, but uh, you know what? That's fine. They're tortillas, and that's what matters. But uh, now, of course, you know what will happen? Oh, you know where my flour tortillas could be. I may not have actually put them in the fridge. I may have actually put them in the pantry. That is where they are at. Okay, so we're going to do this the uh, way the recipe calls for. Using the flour tortillas. I'd forgotten that they are, you don't have to put them in the fridge while they're not opened. So, Ooh, well, at least I haven't completely lost my mind. And we are hearing some kind of uh, screen reader noise in the background. So if everybody... I'm not hearing it here. Maybe it's... I'm hearing something, but... 
All right, so this calls for a dozen flour tortillas quartered. So what we're gonna do is, uh, I guess use half the tortillas as quarters and layer it and then put sauce and cheese on top and then another thing. So let's talk about quarters here. No, these are not the um, coins that you get from dollars. These are actually, honest to goodness, real live fractions we're dealing with. Hey, if you ever wondered, do I need to know anything about fractions? Finally, you've learned a good reason why. We want to quarter these tortillas. And so how do we quarter them? Not very neatly. I could take a knife and a cutting board, and that's what we're going to do. And uh, I'm going to lay this down. And with the knife, just cut it in half. So uh, remember your fractions, one half of a circle is about, uh, well, it, you know, it's an even split. And then we take the half and divide it into half and voila, we got our quarters. You didn't know you were going to get a math lesson in today's cooking call and let alone learn that. So, so hopefully uh, the law and uh, all of them is uh, listening there, so that way they can tell when other kids say, I don't know why I have to, am I ever going to use this stuff in real life? They can be the first kids in the world to say yes. All right, so I'm laying this on top. So that is one tortilla. And uh, let's get out just a handful here. I think I can saw through these all at once. And uh, we're going to see if this is a good idea of mine or not. No, well, we've got plenty of other tortillas. Ooh, this will work. Okay, so this will save some time. If you don't have good muscular uh, strength, then don't to do all these at once. But, because uh, it is going to be tough. So let's see, I've got one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so I did... Five tortillas, that's how much I actually need. So I'm just going to put these on the uh, pan and make sure it covers it completely. And uh, wish these four quarters could turn into dollars, but uh, that's just how these things work. And I'm not trying, I'm, I'm, I'm not worrying about being particularly neat about it. I'm just making sure that uh, the entire sauce mixture has tortillas covering it and um, just kind of putting them in a haphazard pattern. So that way we actually do have a complete layer of tortillas. So half a dozen, it calls for a dozen tortillas. A dozen is 12. Half of a dozen is six. So... It says to do a layer of tortillas, a layer of sauce, and a layer of cheese, then another layer of tortillas. So I'm splitting the tortillas in half. So there you go. Two math lessons in one today, kiddos. So like I don't remember quartering. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, I don't know what was going on. I don't remember quartering the tortillas for what it's worth. So yeah, or doing it. I just remember kind of laying them down in there. But yeah. Okay. I'm I'm just doing what I'm told by the recipe here, so that's fine. Um, 
But I guess you could just lay them down. I don't know what difference it makes or doesn't make. So uh, I can definitely understand why people would not want to bother quartering them because it's a little bit of extra work for sure. So... I'm going to now deal with our cheese. Again, I just deal with the pre-shredded stuff because it's easier. This one can definitely be a little bit of a controversial issue because, you know, they do put extra things in the cheese to keep it from sticking. You know, the way I see it, cheese is bad for you anyway. It's going to kill you. This just means it'll do it a little bit faster, perhaps. Maybe more horribly. I don't know. But, uh... You can grate cheese manually, of course. You can get a uh, cheese grater. Those are fun. Or you can definitely uh, use like a salad shooter or some kind of electric food processor. But uh, this is definitely more convenient. I don't know which cheese is which. And it doesn't matter. I'm just going to pour some on the top here and kind of like half the package. And we've already got, oh, this is supposed to be two layers. Oh, wow. My goodness. I hope this stuff really melts down because we've got a pretty tall casserole happening here, let me tell you. So let's get our other package open and repeat the process of the pre-grated cheese but sometimes you know when you're just doing this stuff unless you have all day you saving time it's always a balancing act sometimes let me tell you when trying to do things and i run into this issue like with transportation as well what's more valuable to you your money or your time and case in point you know do i would i you know is it easier for me to spend like say you know back in the days when i went to school you know should i spend twenty dollars every day and take uber and get there at a reasonable time or take paratransit and never know when i'm going to get there and get back but uh, well, the first thing is as simple as picking up a prescription again paratransit or a taxi you know taxi is cheaper taxi is a bit more it's a lot cheaper to go pick up a prescription than to go to my university but it's still um money that you could spend elsewhere and i see it that whole issue with grading cheese and buying pre-chopped vegetables do you have the time to do all the chopping never mind the skill that is another factor for sure but uh, if you don't then there are good reasons to use the convenient methods because it can save you time but the same and the same could be said for just buying frozen enchiladas to begin with and the cooking them that way and the, yes that is definitely the case i will say that when it comes to like frozen dinners and stuff you're stuck with what they give you of course and how they do things so at least this way you kind of have a compromise you're still doing things yourself but there are some shortcuts that you can take that will still yield the same results so 
A little bit of philosophizing there. Okay, I cut the quarter of the other tortillas and I'm just laying them on here. And I'm using a 9x9 pan for this, by the way. I'm wondering if I should have actually used a 13x9. But again, the recipe did not actually say. It just said... You know what? I'm going to cheat. Because this is such a tall thing. I think I can do this, get away with it, and it'll still work. I'm going to get out my 13 by 9, which will give me way more room to work with in this, because I'm afraid it's going to start spilling over. And first thing I can do is pour a little bit of sauce into the 13 by 9, because there's still a lot of sauce here and just kind of layer it. Then I'm going to dump the mixture into the other pan. And then you still got another layer of sauce to do, but the sauce on the bottom will kind of already, you know, just kind of switch over to the top a little bit. So uh, physics lessons now. Okay, guys. Who knew cooking was so involved? And I'm going to take this now and just pour it, mess and all, into the 13 by 9. And you've still got, this is not going to be an even casserole, that's for sure, but whew, even this 13 by 9 is still kind of full, yikes. All right. And uh, so I'm just scooping everything out here. And we've still got the rest of the cheese to put on it. I can now make sure some of these tortillas are based in the uh, sauce here a little bit. Okay. So this really, I think, works best for a 13 by 9, not a casserole dish or 9 by 9, unless you have like a really, really tall casserole dish. But. Uh, that's just my thinking on that. So, um, yeah, this has never been a recipe. Like I said, I really, I should have tried making this ahead of time just to know a little bit more of what I was doing. Sometimes it's more fun to tackle a recipe head on, especially if it's one though that you're not particularly. I, I, I honestly, like for me personally, guys, I would just say I prefer making the more simple, straightforward enchiladas that uh, you do them and they're done and uh, you all go home happy. But uh, that's what uh, I like to do myself. So, Okay, so I poured the remaining sauce mixture on top of the uh, tortilla mess we've got going on here. And now I'm going to pour on this remainder package of cheese and just kind of spread it out. And this package. Okay. So, 
Now that we've done that, probably just as well I don't put chicken on here. I don't even know if there'd be any room for it. Well, there is a little bit, but... Uh... And so since the chili has meat in it, you know, I'm not doing anything extra. So I'm, I, it's very unclear, like, do you mix the chicken breast in with the sauce? Do you layer it on top? It actually does not say one way or the other. So I guess you just use your best uh, estimate for that. And what happens though, and I can't blame, I, it's not the writer's fault. What happens is, and I would make the same mistake too, you do these recipes so much that you don't think about taking everything apart step by step. You're just so used to doing it that uh, you have a process that you don't think about. Computer, computer, oh, wrong thing. Hey Google, set timer for 30 minutes. Okay, 30 minutes, starting now. Talking to the wrong device there, that really helps, just saying. All right, do we have, um, when you list the email for the cooking show and everything, can you, uh, on the schedule, can we also list that link where all the recipes get posted because I know you can subscribe and get them all but for those of us who just want to pop in and get a particular one that was really helpful and I didn't have the sense to write it down when it got listed one week you know the one I'm talking about are you talking about the Dropbox folder yeah yeah that should that's included in every email it doesn't I'll go back and look. All I saw was the emails to get in touch with people. I didn't see the Dropbox folder, but I'll go look. It may, it may be lack of coffee on my part. My apologies. All right. Let me bring up the email since we're just letting the stuff bake in the meantime. Hmm. Uh, let's yeah, see. it doesn't look like there's a Dropbox link here, Herbie. It's just there's it, the... um. There used to be. There's the mailing list. The email the cooks, right. the YouTube thing, and then all the other listen links. All right. Well, I will reset the Dropbox link and include it in next week's email. And uh, I don't know if And I'll write it up. down for future. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Nope. That's good to know. I did not know it was missing out of the email because I never took it out. So uh, right. that's... Very good to okay. know. In the meantime, you can always email me, and I can also send the link to you privately as well. So, Liz, I, obviously you have my email address, but for those that don't, you can just email me through community at acb.org, yeah. and I can definitely send you a copy of the Dropbox link, and uh, that's easy enough to do. All right. I do is online. Um, so... When I have this recipe so similar to this without the sour cream, but the, the chicken breasts, um, what my recipe calls for is it to be shredded. Ah, interesting. So this one, th this one just says two large chicken breasts. So you can interpret that in a number of ways. Do you place the chicken breast on top? Do you... and when we've had them, we've, they've been, it's been cut up, but, um, 
And I definitely shred the chicken when I do the enchiladas, for sure. But, um, yeah, this recipe just leaves it so vague that, uh, Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, uh, how about uh, you know at some point if you'd ever like to do your recipe live on a future cooking call, um, we can get you in contact with my agent and uh, we can get you booked. So, uh, yeah, I think I know her. I think you do too. And uh, well, just just tell her that Herbie sent you, and uh, we'd like to have you uh, doing your similar recipe. Uh, in our next available slots, which I can go look at my email, I believe will be in August. So uh, you've got that'll give you plenty of time, or whenever works best for you. And uh, she'll get you uh, slotted in there. And uh, okay, very good. And but you know, I gotta ask you something. So when you put uh, the law down for the nap for nap time, is that laying down the law? Okay. Um. um yeah. <laughs> And she loves, she, uh, when she was a toddler, she only wanted mommy to get her up from her naps. Aw. Questions. So what is your, you, you may have said this because I kind of came in when you were dealing with the onions. What is your tip for not crying when you're using chopping or dealing with it? Or, and the other one, can, do you have a substitute suggestion that I can do in place of the mushroom soup. I'm allergic to mushrooms. <sighs> Where's Tori when I need her? Uh, I'll go look to see if she actually included anything for that. Um, okay, two things with the onions. One, you could watch a sad movie ahead of time so that way you're all cried out. But uh, <laughs> Or read a sad book or something. Or listen to a country song. Just don't play it backwards, you know. Um, anyway, no, 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 country music is great, actually, guys. Um, the older stuff, anyway, I'm not too big a fan of that. Anyway, I digress. What I did is I got the pre-chopped onion, so you just look for it in your grocery store app, Diced Onion. I didn't know they had those. Nope, people don't. And now, let's talk about the diced onion for a real minute here, because there's something you do need to know. There are... Several types of diced onion. There is diced onion, which is onion chunks, and then there is minced onion, which is like the type of onion that you might see, you would see on your McDonald's burgers that are like really, really, really finely chopped. Yeah, I like so, that, uh, actually. Yep, so the minced onion you can get in a little bit more variety. It comes from like there's, you know, like the frozen kind to there's. McCormick make one, makes one that you just get in the bottle that's really more like a spice. It's not onion powder, but it is kind of like a minced onion type spice. And though the thing I've noticed about the minced onions, I think that is a little bit stronger than like the diced yellow onions that I get from Walmart or you can get them from other grocery stores. I've seen them at HEB, so. Um, and. They might be, like, the ones from H-E-B are actually a little bit smaller than the ones I get from Walmart, but uh, they're going to be sautéed anyway. So, um, but yeah, I just get them uh, sliced and diced, and uh, that's how I deal with not having to worry about crying, because I just pour them in the pan, and I'm... Uh, and But also, too, you know, for me, like, I've chopped enough onion now in my past that... I'm kind of immune to them as well, so that's another way if you deal with them on a regular basis. 
And if chopped is not an option for you, another way to kind of keep from crying because you don't need to stand there and cut them as much is if you have a food processor, you can cut them into smaller chunks, get the skin off and all that jazz and put them in the food processor. So that'll be another way. What can you use as an alternative to mushrooms if you are allergic? So let's see. Did Tori mention anything about uh, in her notes about the alternatives to mushroom soup? Let's see here. Um, I'm listening to my phone here. Okay. So what um okay, there's a lot here to process. So what I think she would recommend in place of the cream of mushroom soup is coconut milk. Um she'd recommend it more as just like a general uh, substitute, but um you could use like a coconut milk instead of the cream of mushroom soup as a thickener because that's what you're wanting it as as a thickener anyway and see if that works better for you Yum. than the cream of mushroom Sounds soup. Sounds good. Thank you, Harvey. All right. You're welcome. Uh, as a substitute for cream of mushroom soup, I suggest cream of celery soup. Ah, there you go. That's definitely a good one. I use it in many casseroles like a corn, uh, tuna, uh, potato chip casserole and so forth because I don't truly like cream and mushroom soup. All right. Excellent. A um, couple yep. of things. Uh, I know for um, also if you just don't want, um, want uh, cream and mushroom soup or any kind of canned soups, you can also substitute... Uh, cream cheese, that's also will thicken it. Um, and with your coconut milk, make sure you get full fat coconut milk uh, because there's a lot of coconut milks that are very thin. So mm -hmm. be aware of that. Um, and also, this recipe is also really good uh, for the summer. Put it in your crock pot. Layer it and put it down on low and you're not... Uh, using your oven, especially during the summer. Right. Very good point. Though I must have, like in a place like Texas where we have very good air conditioning, you don't notice the heat as much from the oven, but um, that is a still a very good point. All right. The stovetop cooking is a little bit much for me actually in the summertime, but uh, all right. Great tips there, Amanda. Thank you very much. And hey, I'm thinking that it would change the whole flavor setup, but you could probably use a layer of tomatoes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the sauce, but tomatoes, which are less wet. And in the summer, maybe you could even use fresh ones, which would be nice. And cheese, which cheese will always thicken anything. So you could use, if, even if you didn't want to use cream cheese, you could use any kind of sharp cheese and the other thing is, if, you're, if your pan is small enough that you have this in, you could probably use a large toaster oven if you didn't want to heat up your whole stove. Um, and I guess you could use 
I mean, I would use beans instead of the ground meat personally, like black beans or something. It it this is such a good recipe because, like Herbie was saying, this is one of those process recipes where when you learn the technique, you could make it with anything. Right. Um, so the original, because the original idea was for the recipe to have chicken in it, and I think it calls for a very specific type of chili. Uh, one thing I will say is that, at least in my, like I told you, I had to use, I, if you did this as a single layer, you could get away with a 9x9. Nine nine. I had to use a 13x9, and at least the toaster oven I got once from the Target, not going to this is back in 2005, it could not fit a 13x9 pan. It could do the 9x9 nine nine pans, but it could not do a 13 by 9 pan yeah so. i've got a hamilton beach and i agree with you that it might be tricky to get a bigger pan but i did find a new hamilton beach which i will go and chortle about on its electric i'm really pleased it's got buttons Excellent. it's great it doesn't have to hook up to the internet or anything else it's great so um yeah you're right but the cheese part you could always use any other kind of cheese for thickener or yep or even um, non-dairy or dairy sour cream, depending on which one you wanted to use, that would thicken it. So there's a lot well, I remember of remember sour cream options. is part of the sauce base too, though. So Yeah, I yeah, I know. It's it's tricky. So you could maybe use green. But, I mean, it kind of depends on what, you know, if you use vegetables, you might not have to thicken it much at all and just layer it up with the cheese I, it, right. It's got a lot of possibilities. So remember what you're thickening up, of course, is the actual sauce. So it already has the sour cream in it. So I don't know that you, I mean, I guess you could use 16 ounces of sour cream instead of the eight ounces if you were going to do that. And because um, that's where the cream of mushroom soup goes into is the sauce. So. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. And uh, who is Darcy? I do not. All right. Good to know. Well, then. I will bring uh, this person up on stage. Um, I'm just seeing the username, which doesn't tell me much. So let's see here. Um, okay, did it bring up, did anybody come up on stage? My thing is being... An... A quick question. Does this come out crisp? Does the tortilla layers casserole idea come out as sort of a crisp thing, or is it not? like that i don't remember it ever being crisp uh chanel are you still with us um no it does not come out crispy i, say, I don't think enchiladas are generally crispy are can they? you aren't hear they me of... yeah we yes. can we can all right good i don't know what yeah no yeah, it does okay. not come out crispy yeah. anytime and i've ever what... had enchiladas they're not like super crispy it's yeah that's what i was afraid of i like the crispy ones better and what is the canned, I was confused, is this meatless chili, I mean, beanless chili or something? It's beanless chili, it's just not meatless chili. So it's ground beef and tomatoes and chili seasoning. See, I would tend to just use beans and tomatoes and chili seasoning. But <laughs> Well, the, the recipe, so two, one, the recipe specifically calls for chili with no beans. So Right. Um, that it it does specifically say that in the actual recipe. So. Right. Um, okay. Oh, I didn't realize so, it had tomatoes, but yeah. Oh well. I didn't even think about using tomatoes as a substitute, or I could have used I could have mixed them with chili, and I do have actual chili powder. Okay. But um, right. Yep. 
Hey, Herbie. Problem. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not enchilada related, is what I meant. No, by that. but it's still a, a call related thing. Should I move him to the audience and make him a moderator guy? <laughs> oh, you guys, we lose him. Actually, it looks like Cindy just made Darcy an admin in the she club. She did. So. She called me a minute. So hopefully we won't have any issues going forward. Oh, good. Okay, well, I just made you a moderator for this call now. So. Okay. Um, all right. Hey, I did get listened to because I actually did recommend that um, you be made a moderator the other week. So, see, we talk about you, Darcy. Oh, uh, Cloud Dick for the first time today. And Sorry. I to okay, so <laughs> when you do, so with Club Deck, what you have to do, first of all, is Control Shift A to accept the invitation, and then Control M will unmute you once you're on stage. So. Oh, I thought there would be a pop-up, but I couldn't see one. No. Um, anyway. Uh, we can talk more about thinking, that off the call. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I was thinking that maybe a grated potato or something in your sauce could thicken it as well. Uh, oh, that's an interesting idea. Uh, or double cream as well uh, for a non-vegan uh, option. <laughs> Uh, it's also right. known as heavy cream um, uh, in most places. All right, very good. And Abraham, get with me out, because even though you're using the dark side, I can still help you with uh, a lot of the club deck things. You found the room okay, so that's good. But uh, Control-Shift-A, and then it's not a pop-up, it's a little sound. And so control shift A and then control M will meet you and unmute you when you are on stage. So those are some of the basics. Thanks. Techniques that I know. So in Clubhouse, so welcome. And to everybody else who's out there too, by the way, you know, just hi to you, whether you're on Zoom, ACB Media. We're glad to hear from you. All right. So let's see what Tori has to say about substitutions. And so first of all, one of the things she talks about is that you can use several things as the meat alternative. And so she recommends jackfruit as one, or you can use tofu or mushrooms. Um, not, now, Donna, of course, can't use mushrooms, but... Uh, um, cheese, obviously, just replace it with your cheese of choice. And... Um, and if you need dairy-free and plus fried diced mushrooms in place of the soups, but um, I didn't recommend uh, the mushrooms, obviously, because, Donna, you were allergic to the mushrooms, not the uh, dairy. Well, at least... No, no I think you've, you've talked about eating cheeseburgers on your thing there, so... Um, our thing. You can buy dairy-free sour cream... Um, but I guess you can also easily make your own with a dairy-free yogurt and some lemon juice. Or just use a dairy-free yogurt or vegan mayo. So uh, that's how you can make your own sour cream. I'm reading off a text message, guys. And uh, actually, Chanel, if I was to send this to you, you would you be able to pull it up? In your, you wouldn't be able to pull it up in your braille display, display real quick, would you? of them are dairy-based, so make sure you pay attention to that. You can also buy gluten-free tortillas and um, 
or just make your own tortillas. So those are uh, Tori's tips for alternatives with uh, the uh, tortilla casseroles. So, all right. So next week, guys, well, we're going to pop some corn. Yeah. Cindy Laban is going to join us and talk about many of the different ways to make popcorn. And uh, so uh, we hope you'll be able to join us for that. And then in June, we are going to have some very important guests with us. You know, I mean, like, so super important. You'll be, you'll want to make sure you rise, just even when I say the name for the June 6th call, as we are going to have the one, the only, Cindy Hollis. And uh, she and Kayla are going to talk to us about a lot of their kitchen tips, including uh, some of the questions we've gotten uh, about cutting and uh, whatnot. And let's see. Let me bring up my schedule to see what else we have here. I'm just waiting for my timer to be done. Hey, Google, how much time is left here? Oh, that's right. Heidi is going to be joining us on the 13th for frozen s'mores and grasshopper pies. So uh, get ready to get bounced around there on the campfire. Breakfast quinoa pudding is on the 27th. There is no call on the 20th due to a convention. And that's going to take us out to June, July 4th. There is no call. And then the following week, the 11th, we're going to be doing one of my favorites, sticky garlic chicken. And uh, we're going to have Michael joining us in late July. You do probably not know, do not know this, Michael. A couple of you do. But he uh, makes some very good uh, cookies. He, he loves to bake. And uh, so I invited him to come on the call. We were hoping to have him on here sooner, but uh, that did not work out. Speedy Tortilla Pizza is going to round out to July. Homemade lemonade and popsicles, a great summertime treat in August. And Michael Babcock. So we're going to have two Michaels joining us here. We're have two mics on the mic. And he's going to talk to us about using the Traeger and probably talk about other tech cooking related things as well. So looking forward to that. And uh, Tyann, we have openings on the 15th and 27th of August. If either of, either of those work for you and you'd like to make your uh, similar recipe. And the 29th, actually. And then... Um, our next booking is the 26th of September, actually, with Heidi, and she's going to make applesauce, so we're getting into some autumn-themed things there, so uh, we're going to be filling, finding other things to fill up those things. Oh, we got apple bread. I'll be making that in August. I'm definitely going to practice that recipe ahead of time. And apple fritters. Ooh, yes, indeed. And then, if that's not enough, Heidi's apple raisin oatmeal cookies on October 17th. Oh, my. And, seeing a uh, theme with some of these. Yeah, <laughs> in case you haven't picked up on the theme yet, apple pie is going to round out our October. Hmm. And let's see, do we have anything in November? Oh, Heidi's gingerbread spice mix and gingerbread cookies starts us off in December. And gingerbread cheesecake. And uh, that's it for our uh, cooking call recipes. So we got a lot of interesting stuff for you right around the corner. So don't go nowhere. Just stay locked in. The Zoom link will not change. ACB Media listeners, 
There'll be plenty of calls to keep you entertained until we come back on. And Clubhouse people, you can't stay because the room closes, but uh, I wish we could keep it open. So we could just uh, keep you locked and loaded right here to your uh, favorite call. That doesn't work like that, though. Speaking of calls, though, there are some other good calls. Um, for instance, we have Dancing with Darcy coming up. Actually, we don't, but... Uh, no, no, no one wants that. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Um, we've got My Blind Way coming up at 11 o'clock Central, which is noon Eastern. Got to give us this in the ACB time. Unmute Presents with Michael Babcock and Marty coming up at 1. Great call. And Games to Play with Lady A at 2 p.m. with Lucy. So make sure you join us for that. We're trying to recruit her to come on my call, but uh, so far she has um, declined the uh, invitation. Uh, for those of you listening on Sunday edition, you'll know what I'm talking about. And uh, what else do we have? Well, we have a lot of Braille calls happening throughout the week, including the Braille Room at 5 with Dorlin. Oh, Helpful Hints on Homophones. I could not forget about that. At 3 p.m. Eastern, you want to come into that one, so that way you'll know the difference between no, and we can talk about no's and no's and uh, no's. Yes, there's three no's in there. Hey, <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of noses, you know, what did one eye say to the other eye? Well, between you and me, there's something that smells. Um, anyway, I, I don't remember what words she's going to talk about today, but it is a very entertaining call that's also going to be streamed on Media 5, along with the previous two calls that I mentioned. So you've got a lot of great things coming up for you today. And like I said, the Braille Room at 5 for both beginners and advanced users. And uh, that's to help people learn Braille or to, to learn Braille yourself. And I believe they're using what's called the McDuffie Reader. When I think of Mac, I think of McDonald's. But uh, hey, Google, stop. And tomorrow, just cooking-related call-wise, I believe it is going to be the recipe swap tomorrow. And I forget what the theme is off the top of my head. I should really know these things. I should actually come prepared for these calls. What can I say? But... Uh, Memorial Day memory or That's Memorial Day recipes. Memorial Day recipes. Okay, very good. So that promises to be exciting. And um, for those of you in Canada um, and other countries, well, still come anyway. Um, you can talk about what you make for your similarly themed holidays. And uh, I'm assuming they don't celebrate Memorial Day in Canada, right? We do not. Okay. Don't know what you guys are missing out on. Although we did have, uh, yesterday was our long weekend, or Monday was our holiday, we had Victoria Day. And that's what, that's oh. what we do in See, it's always maybe the week that, before Memorial Day. So maybe that's the holiday, you know, that, that pharmacy thinks that they needed to take off, which is weird because they're not Canadian, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, I see how it is, so... Andrew uh -oh. mentioned that today in ACB Presents. That's right. All right. Well, we got us a casserole now that I just took out the oven. And I will fork some out. And Chanel, would you uh, like to have the honors of uh, taste testing for us? Or are you... Uh... Yeah, I'm coming. Okay. Hold was proving interminable, so at this you point I don't really care. You really excited about it. 
Yeah, I'll be right there. Well, I just <laughs> yeah. don't. I, I don't. Uh, it sounds like um, it's probably not going to be their tortilla casserole that I remember, but hopefully, just as good. Well, you'll have to let us know <laughs> if it's if it stacks up to yeah. the one you had growing up, or I assume you had it growing up. Hey, just remember, I'm making this under protest because you you know I, I do what the listeners and audience members request. And uh, so I'm, I'm doing it for you guys. It is not a recipe I, like I said, I personally would choose to make. All right. So. Gonna... So, um, do you mention this is not crunchy at all? Um, do you miss the crunch uh, texture-wise? Um, I do like crunch uh, texture-wise. So I thought maybe because uh, this you top it with breadcrumbs or um, maybe bake up some um, tortilla chips for the side or top it with? I mean, first of all, I think it did get a little bit crunchy just because Chanel was definitely crunching a little bit, so okay, I think it did get a bit crunchy and it could be because we I have a hard time cutting things Right. Did you want a knife? Or did you want... No. Okay. Um, but I, I don't see, you know, I, me, I think if I was going to make it crunchy, I'd probably just put another layer of tortillas on the actually very top. Oh, okay. And they would crisp okay. up. And you could even put them on, like, towards the last, you know, few minutes, like, let the stuff bake in. And so that way they're guaranteed to be crispy. So that's what yes, I, think yes, yes. I personally would do. Um, okay. It's a little bit different without the chicken. I mean, you know, I think I can kind of taste the other meat in there, but. Right. I'm going to really have to find a meatless chili and then try this again with the chicken, so. Yeah. Um, He's not denying so, it either. I, okay, go ahead. I came in a bit later. I didn't hear what happened to Tori today. Uh, well, you know those robots I was talking about? They they got her. Oh, and, uh, um, I thought you used uh, maybe like tortillas instead of tortillas in your recipe today. <laughs> uh, tortilla. No, okay, no. Um, so, no, Tori actually is a little bit uh, under the weather and uh, has uh, some uh, things going on with uh, extra dogs and uh, whatnot. I know she talked a little bit about that last week. She's you know. just I'm being told what to see. I'm being dictated to. Now we know who the dictator is going to be. Um, so she'll be back next week, though. Um, well, I mentioned that because I was hoping originally to get her to do a pre recorded uh, thing for our uh, um, 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 Tori's tips, but that wasn't going to work out for her, so. And yeah, I kind of gathered it was impossible since she said that it would be impossible and that she texted. I was trying to still give her a chance for the spotlight. You know, some people, some people do still like to make guest appearances, even if it's just for a brief moment, you know, and so they can still have their moment in the sun, but don't want the full participation. So, you know, as a courteous host with a co-facilitator. I wanted to make sure that she had an equal opportunity if she wanted to shine. So forgive me. I suppose. All right. Well, guys, if you haven't figured it out by now, Chanel will now, is now going to be our new global dictator. No. No? No. no. Okay. 
everybody for coming to this call today. My thanks to uh, Diane for uh, hosting in Zoom, Darcy for connecting us and uh, streaming in Clubhouse, and myself for moderating. I was going to say, not so also... much moderating. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I took away from his sing and dance routine, and uh, which is good because he didn't want it in the first place. So. Yeah, I'm not sure where that's even coming from because that is definitely not me. <laughs> no. Well, because no, we, you know, people see us like just all over the place, and you never know where we're going to be. And, you know, they, people talk about you know I do it all, and uh, but I'm not the only one that actually really does it all. Um. But uh, I digress. So thank you, everybody. Thank you.